Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi team, welcome back to the Vitality Coach podcast. I just want to say thank you very much for those of you that have been on iTunes and also messaging me about topics that you'd like to hear that will really help you get out of that rut of feeling overwhelmed and undernourished and back into the driver's seat to really bring your business and your personal vitality into balance. And I think there's a real struggle for a lot of people at the moment where they know that they're setting up their businesses, they're going through role transitions. They could even go from a senior executive position into C-suite. There's just so much going on. Life as it was is completely different. So with technology these days, uh, more devices and also an interconnectivity that means that we're almost never off. Why do we still use the same script and rules for balancing our week and managing our schedules and agendas that we did 20 or 30 years ago when clearly our time management landscape has changed? And that's something that I want to talk to you about today is really how to rewrite your script on bringing together your healthy, wealthy, wise aspects of running a week where you can reduce stress, you can look at how you're going to use your hours wisely, and you can press pause before answering emails and phone calls and things to really generate space for you to operate to your full potential. So today's podcasts are my five tips on generating space to operate at your full potential during a busy week. The first thing I would say is plan your week. I know this sounds completely simple and most people start off doing a great job where after the winning week podcast, for example, or I've run a workshop for my corporate clients or we've done some personal coaching with CEOs and it right, yep, every Sunday I'm going to plan my week and it starts off well for three or four weeks and then life gets in the way and that you lose momentum. You need to be disciplined because if you don't plan the week you want, you'll get the one you're given. And without a winning week, you won't have a winning month, a winning year, and a winning life. You'll just end up having your agenda control you. And that is a really, really crucial part of ultimate full potential success is to blend your week and plan that week every Sunday. So what I do is I sit down with a landscape piece of paper or, you know, a piece of paper and I turn it landscape and I map out my top five pillars. So I put health and well-being admin career productivity and client work. The next pillar I do is what am I doing in terms of my family commitments, my friends, me time, and also my giving back. So all those five, six pillars are across the top of that A4 document or A3 or whatever you want to use. So some people, I know that you use your big post-it notes that I set you up with. So those pillars are not just a list of work in progress items for work. They're actually, what am I doing this week that is leading me to live a life of ultimate vitality? So I'm going to give you a really practical example. I'm going to talk about my week coming up. So for health and well-being this week, I'm going to plan some runs in. I've really got some time at home for the first time in the whole year. I have five consecutive days where I'm actually based from HQ, which is really unusual and I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also planning some yoga. I'm doing a massage this week and I'm doing some mini meditation moments So my health and well-being also means eating healthy, making sure I have good groceries and getting the food order or whatever else organized so that I can choose that I'm fueling my body as well as the fitness aspects of the week. So that's the first thing I figure out is when am I going to put those moments in? What do I want to be doing? How am I going to organize that? 
The second pillar I go through is what core client deliveries do I need to do this week? What are my vital areas of business? Who am I checking in with? What am I delivering on? And then also what about personal and business admin invoices, bill payments, insurances? I always check in every week on my KPIs and my commercial goals. Like I recommend to my clients, I do the same thing. And I look at areas that might be coming up that I need to read mark or earmark for planning and succession as well. So my personal admin and finance, my clients, career, productivity, deliverables, what workshops am I giving? Who am I doing personal coaching calls with this week? What people do I need to follow up with in terms of you know new inquiries? I list all that stuff. And where are the vital areas that my attention needs to go to in terms of my career, productivity, and my personal admin? The other element of that, what I will tell you is I also have personal and professional development. So when I work on new areas like, you know, building my business and more commercial aspect and I invest in that, then I build time in my week to actually do my homework and to work on those areas. And if it is an end or a quarter or anything else, you're going to need more time to work on your budgets and your taxes and everything. So don't leave those things to last minute. The next thing coming up in my week is family. Now, for those of you that know me very well or follow me on social media, you know that I actually live away from all of my family. We're very international, my family. So I connect with my family via Skype, by phone calls. I send handwritten notes and cards out. And I really make a list of who do I need to connect with? Who am I missing? Have I caught up with my sister? you know, my parents and that sort of thing, I actually list out what I want to do in terms of my family this week. What responsibilities do I have as well? And the other pillar that I then look at is friends. Who am I hanging out with this week? Who do I miss? Who do I owe a phone call to? Who do I just miss talking to? I mean, I've got one of my best friends is Swedish and she lives in Amsterdam. So I always give her a message and plan a time to Skype call her and connect up on everything. And then I've got other connections and things. So lunches in Sydney and catch ups with friends that Who am I seeing this week as well? Where do I want to put some vital nourishing friend time into my week? And if, for example, you've got people that are asking to spend time with you, but they don't form part of that core area of people that you need to or want to spend time with, you can simply say, at this point, I'm fully booked or thank you very much. I'll get back to you. You don't have to divide yourself across everyone. You really have to be specific as to who you're hanging out with when you're exceptionally busy and you feel that you pulled in all directions. You have to learn the art of gracefully saying no. Um, The only way to really practice doing that is to make sure that during this time of planning where you look at what you're going to do this week, where is your me time? And me time isn't necessarily exercise. It's not specifically going off and spending time with friends. It's really time on your own. It's time to pause and to calibrate. It might be listening to some beautiful music. It's really moments where you're getting yourself back to being present. I schedule me time in for 10 to 15 minutes every single day. It is my way to recalibrate the compass. It is what keeps my personal and my professional DNA in check. It's what enables me to take a breath and to take a planning on what's coming up next and to not lose my perspective or get dragged into chaos of the world, but to try and stay really, really on track and think, is what I'm doing this week? Is what I'm doing today? Are the people that I'm hanging out with and working with, are they all part of this bigger picture and my goals? It's just this really, really nice check-in point. It could just be to concentrate on breathing and to focus on looking up and having a moment of gratitude. That me time is vital and to be a well-rounded, high-performing individual, you need to be able to regather uh, your thoughts, rejuvenate and collect yourself for further momentum. And the other pillar I always do every week is giving back. Who am I mentoring this week? 
What am I doing in terms of charitable organizations? Even as simple little things as to creating a box of goodies for the neighbor's kids. I've got all the stuff left over for an event. Can I give them some cool drawing items and everything? All these little bits that we take for granted and we just stack up. It's really nice to share the things that you have and to do something nice for a neighbor. Every week I do random acts of kindness. That's also really important. And don't forget to say thank you to people, to smile to people, to engage with people. Being a good human is really, really important. So what's part of your giving back as you plan your week? And I know I've discussed this a lot before, that in order to be leading a balanced, positive, fulfilled life, we have to have these six pillars. So what do you think is stopping you from achieving this planning of this winning week? What are your roadblocks to planning and sitting down weekly and being in control of your life? Why do you start out with this great intention and and it never happens? You know, the most important thing, you need to really ask yourself those questions because if bringing a life where you're successful in business and you're happy in yourself and you're healthy and wise, it really requires authentic thought. You can't just wish those things. You have to be connected to your goals and all your goals are going to change. Every 90 days, you're going to have a slightly different focus. You might be thinking about how can I be a better leader at home or how can I be better for my team or how can I help organize and delegate properly. There's going to be a key topic that pops above everything else that you need to focus on that forms part of this tapestry of being an awesome individual. And it's just so crucial to make time to figure out where you're spending your time, how you're spending your time and what you're doing with that. I mean, the why you probably connected to and and I think at the end of the day, all comes down to the art of practicing what you preach, being very, very disciplined in knowing that you need to plan your week every week. And my other little tip about this is only put the vital things in there. So I always talk about 90-day plans and I'll put a link to the Art of 90-Day Planning podcast and, and tips and tools on the bottom of the show notes for this episode of The Vitality Coach because I always keep my 90-day plan in front of me. It's in the front of my notebook and I check back and make decisions. Is this action, client, task, project, moment contributing to where I need to be in 90 days? And if it's not, it has to wait because that's the art of focus. And I can tell you that I have suffered a lot from shiny object syndrome. I do a lot, I write a lot, I travel a lot, I talk a lot, I have an amazing capacity for achieving a lot, but the biggest gift I've given myself is the art of focus, and I implement my art of focus with my winning week planning, because at the end of the day, if you don't come back to what your anchor is, and you're not working towards that, you'll end up way off course. So where are you anchoring yourself? Where is your 90-day plan? Is it visible? Do you know what your weekly 7 and 30 day tasks are leading you towards? You need to have that front and center. And if you are in an office space that's an open plan office and you can't put things up on the wall, think about how you can do mini post-it notes inside the front of your own diary or something at home that gives you a perspective about what you're working towards. You know, how can you share with your team your 90 day goals on a personal and professional level? How can we make this inclusive? So if you are in an environment where you're not at home working in a beautiful office that you can design yourself and you are limited on your your office landscape to put your goals up and carry your 90-day plan around, make sure you have it with you all the time in your notebook. Um, You have it with you front and center in your agenda. Don't leave everything digitally and online. The art of writing things down creates a cognitive connection to your goals, your wishes, your ideas internally. So leave things on screen 
or transfer them to paper, but make sure they're totally visible. I just want to go on in this podcast as well, because I've been asking my Facebook tribe, which is all new. And so if you get stuck and you want to find out some information, top tips, go back to old podcasts and hop on to the facebook.com forward slash more is I said, guys, what would you like most to hear about in terms of current challenges? So the one that I want to talk to you about today has come from Melissa and her challenge has been getting her partner to support her as she went from going in a full steam business to starting a business at home and then going back into corporate again. You know, we're always able to change our minds. And I read a quote that was posted by Jessica Jane Samut, who runs a magazine, and she said her partner left her a letter that said, I went out with a girl from university. I married a girl with an amazing job. Then the same girl I married became the mother of my incredible children and created an amazing household. Then the same time my wife became an entrepreneur and created an incredible vision, a brand, a company, and now she's gone back to work. So all through this period, I've had one wife that has had an incredible impact in many different ways. So you might be the same person, but your journey is allowed to evolve. And if you can grow with someone, that's when your journey will last. You need to evolve and learn as you go and think everything that got you up until this point is just part of your journey. It's not bad. It's not that it didn't work out. Life is a constant evolution of being the best version of yourself. So ask your partner, ask your friends, ask your colleagues to allow you to evolve to be the best version of yourself. And don't be afraid to ask for help if people are getting in your way because they're like, well, that's a silly idea. How can you think about that? It's purely a reflection that they don't really know what they want and that they don't know how to help you as well. So say to people, I need you to support me in my winning week. I need you to support me in my goals. This is important to me. Because if you don't ask people for the support, you'll get what you're given. And nine times out of 10, We just don't know what to say to people that are trying to travel a journey of being really fantastic across all areas. So what someone else is choosing might not be right for you, but it is their choice. So be aware, but don't be judgmental. It's very, very important. A little shout out as well to the Aim for the Stars Foundation recipients this year who are all doing amazing things. You know, you guys are just smashing goals. If you haven't hopped on to the Lane Beachley Aim for the Stars Foundation website, it's aimforthestarsfoundation.com.au. And there's an incredible foundation that's supporting women across all genres and all ages achieve their dreams, whether it's business or if it's in conservation or it's in giving back or it's dance, arts, performance, music, sports. It's all fantastic. And I think if you're stuck with what you're doing, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help and form a tribe around you. My other point is apply for some grants, apply for further education, apply for personal development if you're in a company. Don't just wait and sit back and expect someone to give you a progression plan on what your life is going to look like. You also need to be in charge of planning where you want to be at the end of the year, where you want to be in the next 90 days and forming the tribe around you and asking them to support you in the way it's going to be the most productive. The easiest way to do this is with your wedding weeks and to know that everything you're doing has a purpose, that you know when you can say yes to things and when things don't fit and they can come in a little bit later. And that's really my goal and message for you for today's podcast is anchoring yourself and your bigger picture goals so you can plan your week and you can manage busy and get back into controlling your agenda. And don't forget positive peers, positive family, positive life. If you're lacking that kind of support from other people, please reach out. There are different ways to try and ask for help. I can provide you scripts and emails and all sorts of ideas on that. So just drop me a line, nikki at thevitalitycoach.com.au. To be a leader in life, we must be 
a leader in both our business and our personal vitality. And that is really the gem, is blending those things together. You don't have to compartmentalize. You do not have to give one thing up for the other. You just have to figure out what's important for you, how you were going to achieve it, and break it down into your winning week so that chip by chip and piece by piece, you're working on a fulfilled journey where you have your health and well-being, you have your career, admin, and productivity, you have your family time, you have your friends, you have time for yourself, and you have an element of giving back. Start small, don't overdo things, and keep focused on what's truly important to you because as a high achiever listening to this podcast, I know that you expect a lot from yourself, you expect a lot from others. The first thing to do is to start leading from within and just practice those small weekly habits by planning your week every week with discipline and then you'll know that you've got a really, really ingrained system to help you achieve the life you want and enjoy the journey as you're getting there. To plan your winning week, be disciplined, anchor yourself back to your 90-day goals, remember who's in your dream team and you can always reach out and ask for help. All these notes I'll put on a little tips, the top five tips, so planning your week, staying centered, anchoring to your 90-day plans, how to find your dream team, action points for getting stuck, and then small ideas on giving back. It will all be in there for the, the um, Vitality Coach show notes on the vitalitycoach.com.au and all you have to do is search in the podcast as well. You know this is free on iTunes. Please share. I love your feedback and comments. I hope you're enjoying the show. I'll be really looking forward to introducing you to Al Ramadan from Play Bigger. Al is a force to be reckoned with in tech software on the internet. He's coming to Australia in March. He's just been in London, based in San Francisco. He's one of my favorite guests on the show. I look forward to inspiring you with his mentorship, his inspiration, and his attitude to truly living a life that is healthy, wealthy, and wise. So thank you for tuning in. A couple of special notes at the moment. I have a Mojo special offer. So for those of you that coin me the Mojo Maker, thank you so much, guys. If you go on to vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash vitality the book, and you click buy now for a signed copy, you get 20% off. Just put the code MOJO in. I also have 20% off my Power Hour coaching calls. I've been fully booked until the 1st of November with my coaching calls, so I haven't been advertising them. We've decided to put a few more hours out there. We're heading into Christmas. It's a stressful time of year. It's for those of you that really want to smash through a couple of key roadblocks, look at your 90-day plan, We can achieve a lot in 60 minutes. It's tangible, it's productive, and it's all about you. There'll be a link in the show notes, thevitalitycoach.com.au. Just hop onto the blog or podcast, and there'll be a link in the show notes as well. So don't forget, for the one-hour power hour call, and for actually the book, a signed copy, put Mojo as your code in. You'll get 20% off at checkout. Vitality is also available on Amazon. I'll put the link for that. And one last little thing, I'm very excited those of you that may be in Aspen in February over President's Weekend, I'll be launching Fitpreneur, the book, with Performance Ski for two days over the 18th and 19th of February 2017. I'll also put a sign up for those events for Beverly Hills, for Sydney, Brisbane, and Finding Your Fitpreneur with Kit and Ace. Thank you for tuning in, guys. A little bit of extra information. As always, remember, you are in charge of your destiny. You are in control of how you lead your life and business and every other area. You've got this. Plan wisely. Be specific. Make sure your goals resonate. And if you get stuck, you can always reach out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks. Hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au.
As always, health and happiness.